Welcome to Swanglinese, the only podcast talking the language of business here in the Middle East. Your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Andermo, give you their own insights, as well as interviewing business leaders in the region to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. Barry, Oscar, let's talk Swanglinese. Hi, this is Oscar from uh, the Swanglinese podcast, and we are having uh, another episode uh, done in the park. We had such a great time last week, so we, we decided to sit in the park again. So if you hear any birds, wind, children screaming, it's not <laughs> in our office, it's in the park. <laughs> Today's topic is, uh, I'm going to pick Barry's brain on search ending optimization, SEO, yeah. which is getting your website high ranking. And for me, I'm, I'm very happy that we have this topic, because I have a few websites and I'm a bit confused about the topic, because it can be quite confusing. So. I'm happy I can pick Barry's brain and, uh, and uh, yeah, we can all learn something. Yeah. So, Barry, first, you want to give a quick introduction on SEO. What is SEO? Yeah, definitely. Well, you, you kind of summed it up very well there in terms of search engine optimization is the idea of having your content ranking on the search engine results page. So we're all, I'm sure everybody listening to this is familiar with Google. Yeah. Um, it's the answer to everything these days. If, yeah. you know, the, the fun has been taken out of quizzes and everything, cause, or any question, because you say, oh, who was that actress in, in that movie in 1978? And the first thing, oh, I'll just Google that. Yeah. Um, and so we've become accustomed to uh, Google being the answer to everything. And more importantly, it's whatever appears at the top of the page on yeah. Google. So yeah. let's say we go onto Google and search for... Um, steak restaurant in Dubai. We assume that whatever turns up on the first page of Google is going to be the best steak restaurant in Dubai because yeah. that's our expectation now. So search engine optimization is about getting your content to the top of the search engines for specific keywords that you want your business to rank for. So whether you're yeah. starting a business, or whether you're an established business, uh, or whether you've got a number of websites like yeah. yourself, there's certain language that your ideal customer types into the search engines. The trick with SEO is to make sure that your content shows up yeah. when they search for those particular keywords. It can be a bit confusing sometimes on what what you need to do. So from what do you need to do? What are some <laughs> basics? Yeah, like? exactly. So SEO is actually divided into two elements. There's on-page SEO and there's off-page SEO. Yeah. Now, the on-page SEO activity accounts for about 30% of the overall SEO activity. What on-page SEO is, is the elements of your web pages that you can control. Mm -hmm. So when you look at a web page on, on Google or Firefox or whatever you're using as your browser, it looks a certain way. It looks nice, hopefully, and it has the branding and the logos and all this kind of stuff. And then it's got all of the copy on there. The search engines don't necessarily see all of that. All they see is the language. So they can see uh, behind the scenes where certain words are and mm -hmm. what words those particular ones um, actually refer to. So this is the idea of using the language of your customer. Mm -hmm. On the back end of most websites, and when we talk about websites, we, we predominantly refer to WordPress. It's just a, a great platform to build websites on, very flexible. Yeah, and I more, shifted everything to WordPress from yeah. my webpage. And, and more importantly, Google likes WordPress. Mm. So if you're thinking about search engine optimization, then you want to start thinking uh, about your website in WordPress because it's going to give you a little bit of a, an advantage uh, when it comes to SEO. Now, on the back end of many websites, especially in things like WordPress, um, it will give you the opportunity to put keywords in um, at specific stages. So let's say you're going to create a blog post, for example. Mm. You can make sure that you're using the right keywords in the blog post title. 
mm. in the first sentence on that blog. Mm. And then when you scroll down a bit further, you've got different options uh, to, to add in uh, content. So for example, Google can't actually see pictures. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to have a nice image in your blog post or on your website, and there's a, a trend at the moment for this big header image across the top of most yeah. people's websites. Well, if you do that, Basically, what Google sees is a big black box. Uh, so you need to so, tag it somehow. Exactly. Right? And so yeah. this is alt text. This uh -huh. is the idea of using the, the keywords that you want to rank for to describe your picture. Yeah. And when you load that picture, don't just load it and um, don't uh, t title it. So again, lots of people will load an image and it'll be called IMG underscore AC1234. I think I have a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> so what, where do I put it? Well, basically, when in WordPress, for example, when you upload your image, it yeah. tells you to give an image a title. Uh -huh. It tells you to give it a description yeah, if you want yeah. to. And it tells you to give it alt text. Yes. And these are three opportunities to so use the language. So all three you need to put, basically. Yeah. And uh, link that to the keywords that you want to. Yeah, exactly. So uh -huh. um, now the couple of people listening want to say, well, how do I know what keywords to use? Yeah, and so that's we the step one. Step right? one back in terms of yeah. there's a great tool out there. We, we talk about Google a lot because they still have the majority of search engine yeah. uh, traffic. Now, Bing and Yahoo are sort of eating into it. They've, they've now actually, um, Bing powers Yahoo search anyway, so they've got about 30%, oh, really? uh, which is quite a big bit uh -huh. uh, from what it used to be. Yeah. But obviously then Google still has 70% of the, yeah. the market. So when it comes to, to thinking about um, your search engine optimization, your online presence, we have to consider Google uh, if we're looking at this particular region. If any listeners are thinking about China, forget about Google because it doesn't, mm. it's not there. You have so, to help. So is it Yahoo in China or which one is? Uh, they've got their own. They've got uh -huh, things okay. like uh, QQ and Renren, yeah. Weibo. They have I don't have own. any Chinese sites, yeah. but uh, yeah, to the listeners, if you have Chinese sites. You yeah. need to have a completely different strategy. But if yeah. Google, if you're looking at the Middle East or you're looking at uh, sort of the US or uh, Europe, Google strategy is still to, to to pander to Google's um, needs. And they're very good in, in certain respects in terms of giving you what the rules are yeah. and giving you tools. So when you're looking at what kind of language to use, go and look at the Google Keyword Planner tool. Mm -hmm. And if you just go onto Google and type in Keyword Planner tool. It's a free tool. And basically, you go onto that particular tool, you type in the language you think that mm -hmm. your customers might be using, mm -hmm. and Google will tell you whether or not people are using mm -hmm. that language um, to, to find you. They'll tell you how many people a month are using that particular keyword. They'll tell you how many other web pages out there are using that language, mm -hmm. so how much competition you've got. And then it'll also tell you how much you would expect to pay from uh, an advertising perspective mm -hmm. if you were going to use Google AdWords. So you get all of this information to make an informed decision. Uh, yeah. And you can say, okay, well, the yes. beauty of Google, yeah. Yeah, and they'll say, well, I, I want to, and, and a lot of companies do this, they think they know the language of their yeah. customer, and they say, well, we're a, a stationary shop, yeah. so we should be ranking for stationary shop Dubai, mm -hmm. for example. But maybe people aren't calling it a stationary shop. Mm -hmm. they, they don't type in stationary shop in mm -hmm. Dubai. They say, where can I buy pen, pens and pencils mm -hmm. in Dubai? Mm -hmm. And, of course, as a stationary shop, you still sell pens and pencils mm, so you google and, so yeah. you have to start using the language of yeah. your of your customer and the beauty of the google keyword planner tool um, it's free but also you have an idea of what you think people will search for you type those in what google does is it also gives you alternatives suggestions yeah. to say well these are other alternatives that people are actually using yeah. so you might think stationary shop in Dubai, then you go into the, uh, the tool, it tells you three people a month search for that. You go, okay, mm. well, that's not much traffic. However, um, where do I buy pens and pencils in Dubai has 500 people 
a month searching mm. for it, and it will it will show you that in in one big long mm. list. And also the competition, right? Like yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So that you can see yeah. whether there's lots of people um, trying to get to the number one yeah. ranking for that, or whether there's something you could really just steamroller in there yeah. uh, and, and and dominate that particular market. So from that you pick up a couple of keywords that you want to rank on and then and then yeah so then yeah, there's a few other elements on the on the back end that you can look at it gets a little bit more technical yeah, from that side yeah. of things but we, we don't have to delve into that because you start talking about yeah. xml sitemaps uh, robots.txt yeah. i mean yeah i think we also need to talk at the end of this podcast about outsourcing this to agencies <laughs> because uh, yeah th- i mean we are i think both are into this that you should work with your strengths and then try to outsource yeah, what you're not good at, but yeah. definitely. Well, we'll, we'll talk we'll about come back that right at the end, yeah, because yeah. there's a few things to consider yeah. from that side of things. So, but uh, yeah, so backlinks, for example, I think before it was very important to get, uh, you know, this uh, PR. What do you call it? Uh, PR. PR ranking. Yeah. High PR. Exactly. Backlinks. Yeah. So things have changed quite a little bit, and this yeah. is the off-page bit. So this is now moving mm. into the 70% of mm. what SEO activity actually is, and linking still plays a big part in. Uh, search engine optimization, the mm. idea of backlinks. Mm. So the old way of thinking about this was that you just wanted as many backlinks as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, this led to people trying to abuse the system yeah. and just getting um, thousands and thousands of spammy backlinks, yeah, basically. Yeah. From I mean, those spam comments that people still try to put on yeah. their website <laughs> to get backlinks, yeah. I don't understand why they... Yeah, it's, yeah an old-fashioned anyway. approach. And, yeah. and this is something, you know, for anybody that's thinking about looking at SEO, to ask your SEO agency if you're mm. going to outsource this in terms of how are they going to um, do this for mm. you because you can get punished basically if you, you will yeah, definitely because yeah. now Google uh, obviously this is one of the other points to bear in mind is that if somebody comes to you selling an idea of a shortcut or a loophole or yeah. a way to get yeah. in the system Google is a multi-billion dollar company that spends hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. on research and development. They'll find that loophole and they will shut it down. Yeah. So this is the other thing. Google There's, knows. Yeah. White hat and black hat SEO activity. Black hat is things that are basically illegal. Uh-huh. White hat is what we should be doing. Uh, okay. Yeah. So if uh, again, you can do a quick, re- quick research on, on Google about what black hat SEO is. Yeah. And this is unfortunately what used to happen is that there were, especially here in Dubai, maybe four or five years ago, there were lots and lots of companies coming in saying, I'll get you on the first page of Google. Of course, to you as a customer, that sounds like a good idea. I want to be on the first page of Google. But what they would do then is they get you to sign the contracts, charge you 5,000 dirhams a month. uh, And then they would come back three or four months later and say, "Okay, here you go. Uh, Google this word. And there you are. There's Mm. your stuff on the first page. And of course, as the customer, you think, great, this Mm. is working. What you don't realize, of what course, done is to that, get there, well, yeah. A, you don't know what they've done, but B, the keyword that they've ranked you for has no traffic. Uh-huh. So it's easy to so rank that, you uh, on the first page because nobody searches uh, for it. Uh, but of course, the difference yeah. that makes to your business, nothing. <laughs> yeah. um, and what was really bad is that legitimately, and as per the contract, they have delivered on what they said. Because mm. all they said is, I will get you on the first page of Google. Uh, and so then the customer kind of has to pay. Because uh-huh. they say, well, <laughs> I, I've done what I said I was going to do. So anyway, this idea yeah. of being on the first page of Google is, the, is where we want to get to. However, we want to make sure it's for relevant keywords to our business that have traffic. Yeah, otherwise um, it doesn't make sense. Otherwise yeah. there's just no point in doing this at yeah. all. So the idea of backlinks comes into the off-page um, activity. Yes, we still want backlinks, but it's not about quantity. It's about quality. Uh-huh. It used to be about PR, page rank. That's now not the case either. We want to th- look at things that are, are slightly different to that. We want to look at trust flow and citation flow. Uh-huh. This is how you actually evaluate a, a good SEO company. Yeah. And in many cases, they need to have their own uh, private blog network. 
you yeah. want to find out how long they've had that private blog network and whether it's relevant to this particular um, region. Because as you know, wherever you go um, in the world, aside from China, you will, um, Google will pick up your IP address and say, yeah. oh, you're in UK, yeah. so we'll go to google.co.uk. Oh, you're in Dubai yeah. or the UAE, you should go to google.ae. Yeah. So you can optimize for all of these different properties. Uh, and then, of course, google.com, where you, you're looking at a global yeah. uh, reach. When it comes to the linking side of things, now it's about authority. And yeah. so if you could get, for example, a link from CNN.com yeah, saying that you were about what you're about, yeah. that's super yeah. powerful because yeah. they have authority, they have trust, yeah. uh, and they are basically sharing some of that trust with you yeah. by linking to your website. So if they write an article and they have a hyperlink in there that says, uh, you know, stationary shop in Dubai, and it links across to your website, yeah. that has massive search engine, mm. uh, search engine value, because they're basically sharing what's called link juice with mm. you. Um, and so that's the kind of thing you want. But it, to get a link on CNN.com, <laughs> it's really yeah, hard. It's not that easy. Yeah. <laughs> so there's millions of websites out there that have yeah. all varying different levels of trust uh, within Google's eyes. And that's what your SEO company or you need to look at. Mm. What so I get like, articles that links back to yeah, your website. What, what yeah. this, the whole point of this is that it's, I always liken it to education. So when you do your master's or when you do your doctorate or when you do your undergrad mm. degree, you always have to start out with a hypothesis. Mm. And then you always have to, when you're writing your thesis, you say, John Smith, 1978, mm. blah, 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 mm. said this. And now mm. my hypothesis proves mm. this is true or false. So uh. you're always referencing other people. Uh. Search engine optimization is basically the same thing. It's other people referencing you. Uh -huh. So by having an article on their website which links back to you, they're basically saying, yes, these people are about stationery in Dubai. Uh -huh. And if you have multiple links from trusted sites, Google looks at that saying, okay, well, their on-page SEO says stationery shop Dubai, stationery shop, stationery shop, stationery shop. And now there's links coming in from other authority sites, which also the hyperlink on their site is stationery shop Dubai, linking back to your particular yeah. site. Google can be quite confident that your site is about stationary shop mm. in Dubai. So mm. what Google's job is from a search engine is to show the most relevant content to the searcher, whatever they type into yeah. the search engine. So if you can see that this company is about a stationary shop in Dubai and other companies are saying they are definitely about this subject, Whenever somebody comes and types in stationary shop in Dubai, Google goes into its index and goes, this is the content yeah, I should uh, show at the top of the search engines. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do from an SEO perspective. What about links from social media, like Facebook, uh, these kind of things? Yeah, there's a lot there. of discussion about this at the moment in terms of mm. social signals and how effective they are. Yeah. Um, Matt Cutts from Google came out quite recently and said that actually they have minimal impact. Okay. So uh, don't worry about that too much from that yeah. side of things. But from an SEO perspective, um, they, they can be uh, useful yeah. and the the pinnacle of search engine optimization which would be SEO domination would be when somebody types in a keyword for your um, your market is that everything on that first page is your content yeah, so they yeah. find your web page they find articles they find press releases they find your social channels yeah. they find your tweets <laughs> they find all of this content yeah. so in the searchers eyes there's only one choice it's you yeah, that's yeah. all I can find yeah. um, and that's domination when it comes yeah. to, the, to the SEO yeah. uh, side of things. But that takes time. Yeah, this is something yeah. to, to consider as well, is that SEO is more of a long-term strategy. Yeah. I firmly believe that every organization should be undertaking mm -hmm. this because it's about future-proofing your company and it's also mm -hmm. about um, maintaining your status. So even if you are ranking yeah. number one on the search engines, the algorithm changes frequently, 
competition comes into the market yeah. doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. If you stop yeah. and you become complacent and they're aggressively going after it, then they'll overtake yeah. you. And then Google changes uh, the policies. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, before we start talking about how to outsource this, one more question. I know before there was a lot of talks about uh, video. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you use video to, to, to rank higher uh, for SEO? Yeah, and, and that's a really good point. Video is one of the best uh, media to, to rank. Uh, yeah. it, it ranks very quickly uh, within YouTube, for example, because... Google owns YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the same. But, but how do you like? For example, now I'm in a part. Of, I'm doing a project where I do one video a week on my YouTube channel for smartphone yep. coaching. Uh, how do I use that for SEO purpose? Because now it says I have a channel, smartphonecoachingsystem.com. Yeah. But in the description, do I do a, a link in the description, or how do you do it? So Set it up in the best way. It, this is a, a very similar to the on-page SEO side of things with your images. Yeah. When you upload your video into YouTube, you make sure that the title of the video actually contains the keywords that you want to. Uh -huh. Your description, when you write the description, the first thing in your description should be a link to your website yeah, okay. because it's live. It's a live hyperlink. Yeah. So if somebody clicks on the video, sees the first five seconds, the, first, the natural next step is to, to click, click the hyperlink the, down the, below yeah. to get more information. Yeah. Your description should then contain some of the keywords that you want that particular yeah. video to rank for and then you've got tags as well so use the appropriate tags, the tags when you're yeah. loading that yeah. particular video then you can actually start to seo the videos now when you've uploaded yeah, them that way that's... they will rank relatively quickly yeah. if you then start to do seo activity for those videos they will shoot to the top of the uh -huh. rankings very, very quickly. Well, and how do you do that? Well, that's then when you start to do, similar as you would for your website, you start to do SEO activity, off-page activity, linking to those particular videos. Yeah. Um, and you may then embed that video in the blog, blog post, for example, uh -huh. on your website, and then you can SEO the blog post. You can also do certain work to link through to the actual video on, yeah, on YouTube yeah. as well. Um, and this is where you can really start to get um, quick rankings. Mm. Things like uh, YouTube, and also people always dismiss this, but Google Plus. Mm -hmm. uh, I know there's mm -hmm. a lot of talk about Google Plus as well as to whether it will exist mm. um, by next year. But as, as long as it is around, use it because it's again, owned by Google. It's owned so. by Google. Yeah. And I've done it before where I've got content ranking within 24 hours for some pretty competitive keywords, uh, yeah, and it's my yeah. Google Plus profile uh -huh. that has popped up. So uh, interesting. Um, it's the idea of having multiple different channels with content on yeah. so that those can all rank in the search engines. As I said before, Google's job is to show the most relevant content. If they stop showing the most relevant content, people will stop advertising with them. Mm. If they stop advertising them, Google makes no money. Yeah, so they, so they want have to, to make sure that the search yeah. is as relevant as possible. It's yeah. how they, they dominate the search engines now because they were late to the game. Yeah. Alta Vista and um, some of the other channels were already available sort of 10 years ago. Yeah. Google came in late, but the difference they made was they made their results relevant. Because again, yeah. you think about how you used yeah. to use it 10 yeah. years ago. You type in, um, you know, a new laptop. And mm. you'd get results about, uh, or say, I need, a, you, what's the best laptop on the market? Mm. And you'd get results about holidays to India, yeah, you'd get yeah, results yeah. about bottled water, and so, then you might get yeah. the odd one about yeah. something related to a, a, a so laptop. that's how Google dominated it. Google said, well, this... Adding value, actually, yeah, by, exactly. by be, being the best. And, uh, and being relevant. And now it's a verb you know, yeah. that we all use, like Google, Google it. You know, <laughs> so. Exactly. So yeah. they've, they've really uh, refined that, and now they're constantly refining their algorithm yeah. to become more effective. So you see things like yeah. Google Graph have come out, um, and as, as they move forward, Google Glass is out as well, so the, the way that you consume uh, yeah. that is, is yeah. changing. 
uh, the impact of virtual yeah. reality, Facebook buying Oculus Rift, yeah. this virtual world is going to become yeah. more normal to us. Yeah, yeah. How do we get our content then suited to somebody who's going to see it on a heads-up display right in front of their eye? Um, and so all of this yeah. is, is changing, and this yeah. is the evolution of the internet from where we are in many cases in the, in the Middle East, from Web 2.0, which is user-generated content, yeah. um, into Web 3.0, which is the semantic web, yeah. which is this idea of the importance of not just what you're searching for, but the connection between the mm. information. And then we move into Web 4.0, which is the ubiquitous web, and that's artificial intelligence, yeah. things thinking the for you. I mean, I was in San Francisco this summer in Palo Alto and all this, and you yeah. have the Google self-driving cars. So yeah. That's yeah. Uh, the relevant keywords. Like, uh, will I think it will... Uh, Stop at the Starbucks and give you coffee, and Google where to get a commission or something like yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so and it's, it's, it's changing, and it's part yeah. of the excitement of it and the frustration at the same time. Because mm. if you're looking, especially from an SEO perspective, you start your SEO strategy and it's working, and then of course they change all the yeah, rules, exactly. and suddenly it's not working. So, so let's let's go to the last point then, because that that's the problem that I see. Like you do all this stuff, you spend a lot of time on it, and then they change everything. Yeah. So outsourcing. If you would outsource this, what should you think about? Well, this is you know a couple of the things that that I say to a lot of our clients from an SEO perspective is that if you are serious about doing SEO and you mm. want to do it yourself, then forget about the product that you yeah. currently sell. You're going to become an SEO expert uh, if you yeah. want it to be effective. Yeah. Yeah. Which of course then means, well, I don't want to do that you have to outsource it. Yeah. The responsibility of your SEO provider is to stay alert to the changes in the algorithm, yeah. to get ahead of the game so that when they do change, you don't get affected by it. Yeah, yeah. And to understand how to actually effectively organically grow your um, search engine optimization activity. Yeah. One of the key aspects of this is Google is looking for natural organic growth. Uh -huh. They're trying to mimic nature as much as possible. Yeah. You don't plant a seed and then tomorrow it's a full-grown tree. Yeah. Same thing for your website. If you start web SEO activity today, yeah. you can't have 50,000 links tomorrow because yeah. that's not organic. Somebody somewhere is doing yeah. something against yeah. the rules. When you come to thinking about outsourcing this, and, and I think that this is probably the best way for most businesses to do this, is to think about the SEO agency, ask them questions about um, how they do it, ask them about mm. their private blog network, how yeah. long has the blog, private blog network been around for. They won't yeah. give you access to it, but you need to know yeah. what, what is, what is um, actually being yeah. done for you. And then um, you need to obviously uh, make sure that they understand your website if you've had a custom-built yeah. one. Um, sometimes it's a bit harder to SEO um, than because of the code. And I think just by asking a couple of questions that they learned from this episode, yeah. we've shown the agency that they cannot uh, trick you. Yeah, you know? exactly. They so can't pull the wool over yeah. their eyes. And definitely so. ask them about PageRank. If, if your SEO company is still talking about PageRank, get rid of them yeah, because it's irrelevant. Old, you, you can yeah. fake PageRank as well now. Ah, so that's okay. why they say, yeah, yeah, we'll get you PR9, PR8 yeah. links. That doesn't matter. They need to start yeah. talking about trust flow and citation flow. Okay. And if they're not, then just eliminate them from the process. <laughs> okay. um, it used to be about multi-level SEO as well. So that you know, with PR, you had yeah. PR 0 to 10. If an SEO agency was going to come out there and say, yeah, we'll get you 10,000 links by tomorrow, but they're all PR 1. Yeah. Um, that's irrelevant now okay. as well. Also yeah. because Google started doing some yeah. culling and said, right, well, if any website has only PR1 uh, links, remove all of the value. Uh -huh. And of course, yeah. if that's all you've been doing, you've got no SEO yeah. value again. Yeah. So you drop off the, uh -huh. the index completely. The other thing to really bear in mind when it comes to SEO now, especially from a local perspective, is is your website mobile friendly? Uh, yeah. Because yeah. if it's not, 
it will be penalized and it yeah. will not show up in the search yeah. engines, regardless of any yeah. SEO activity that you're doing. Yeah. And I think one of my sites was, uh, I checked on analytics and had like 40% mobile. I was, I didn't know. Yeah. It's like, wow. And uh, so, yeah, I had to do some small changes to Yeah, you have to. And this is different. The when you sit through the small phone than on your computer. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and most, the whole experience, more right? people yeah. are, are visiting now through the mobile device. Yeah. In the UAE, we have over 200% penetration of phones. So everyone's got two. Yeah. Um, everybody is looking at their, uh, the, the websites and so forth through a mobile device in yeah, most cases yeah. whether it's a, a tablet or a smartphone yeah, yeah. that's the experience and so you need to make sure that your content is designed yeah, for that yeah, because yeah. there's nothing more infuriating than having to zoom in and zoom out and scroll yeah, across you yeah. just want to put in the URL scroll down get the information you want and leave yeah, yeah. Uh, if you make it difficult for people to do that then Google will penalize you from yeah, an SEO perspective yeah. because Again, if I can't get the information from you easily, then I'm not. You're not relevant mm. because people will quickly scan through mm. and say no and go on to the next one. And their job is to make it as relevant as possible. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so I know you have a, a, a CEO offering that you offer to your clients. Who, yeah. who, who for who is uh, that a good fit? Um, like who would benefit from, from sure. that offering? Well, we we've tailored our offering. We only have one package. We've tailored it to sort of the the SME yeah. market space. Yeah. So we've got some good friends who are, are catering to the sort of enterprise level, yeah. where you end up paying anything from you know five thousand dollars a month for, yeah. for SEO work, which is worth every penny at that stage. But for a lot of you yeah, know, for small business, small businesses, that's yeah. a lot of money yeah. uh, to spend on something they don't truly understand, and yeah. I'm not sure yeah. they're going to get any value from it. Yeah. So what we do is we price it. Accordingly, so that the small and medium business can um, look at SEO legitimately and can implement it and start to see what's going on. So month on month, you get a report showing what's going up, what's what's not working, what is working, okay. and and how we're amending everything from that side of things. So if they want to know more about that, where where is do you have a website? Yeah, we can put it underneath the uh, the blog post on yeah. on our website. But you can go to maximumnetgain.com uh, forward slash SEO, uh, and there's a, a whole entire. Yeah. Um, maximumnetgain.com slash SEO yeah excellent uh, any last uh, final words uh, of advice and wisdom And <laughs> um, I like to record these episodes in the park it's really <laughs> <laughs> yeah my advice <laughs> is to do more outside yeah exactly <laughs> no, do your creative work outside yeah definitely yeah. I think I'm just going to reiterate something if you are serious about SEO and you're considering doing it in house then make sure you're going to employ a resource to do just mm. SEO mm. because it's not something that you can just throw onto the social media co- uh, department's lap or throw mm. it into the marketing department say, okay, yeah. well, you just do SEO. Don't throw it to a web department either because they, in some cases, don't know what they're talking about. They might be able to do some of the on-page stuff, but the off-page, which is the majority of SEO work, they won't know what they're doing. Yeah. If you're going to do it in-house, then get an SEO resource in-house. Yeah. More easy option I guess from, from the other side of things is to look for an agency to actually undertake your SEO work yeah. it's what they do 24 hours a day which yeah. is what you need when you're going to do SEO effectively yeah. um, so just make the informed decisions and then um, have a quick look through you know this podcast and ask the questions of, yeah, of yeah. any prospective SEO agency in terms of yeah. what they focus on are they still talking about PR value yeah. Um, what is their private blog network looking yeah. like and do they understand what trust and citation yeah. flow actually yeah. is so google uh, what was it Fla- flow site flow citation flow citation flow and and trust so google that yeah. to learn a little bit more yeah, maybe. learn a little bit more about yeah. it and if you're going to look at your language which i recommend every single company does use the key- keyword planner tool yeah. from yeah. google it's free uh, and you can find out what 
language your customer is actually using mm. and then start to use that language in your own content. Okay, excellent. I, I love to pick your brain, Barry, because uh, I, I learn a lot as well. And uh, I think a future episode, because there is a shortcut, which is to pay, uh, pay-per-click, PPC. Yep. So we said it before, I think we should do a future episode on PPC yeah, as well. definitely. Uh, because PPC can be a, a shortcut if, if the conversions are, are good, then, uh, you know. Yeah, not but, a shortcut, but a quicker way to yeah, get, a quicker get way, results. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you still got to put some work in yeah, PPC, yeah. but... There is no magic bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. That's only in marketing there is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, excellent. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, like we said before, if you know any profiles that you think we should interview, uh, just drop us an email. What's the email again? It's wishlist at swenglinese.rocks. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for this episode and let's talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Swanglinese with your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.